day, what's going on? Greetings and good day, and welcome to the very first playoff edition of Birds All Day, brought to you by Grandstand. My name is Drew Fairservice, and joining me, as always... As always, Old Reliable. Old Reliable, Mr. Andrew Stoughton. Stoughton, how are you? I am well. You ready for uh, playoff action? No, I'm not quite ready for it, but I think I don't have much of a choice. So, uh, how, uh, so let's do this. How can you not be ready for it? It is uh, Besides not having done any work all week uh, and having to catch up on that before I go get drunk at the game tomorrow? Uh, listen, your professional crastination yeah. has nothing to do with anything when it comes to playoff, playoff excitement. Uh, speaking of excitement, if you want to capture that excitement, if you can't be there... You gotta check out Grandstand because it features sports highlights from fans in the stands. Share your own sports highlights, watch videos straight from the crowd, or browse the greatest plays of all time, all from the fans' perspective. You can download Grandstand in the App Store or at grandstand.me. Jays fans, you gotta hook it up. They got tons of stuff, and I'm sure it's only gonna get more robust after Thursday. For at least for at least two games, and then who knows what happens? Honestly, <laughs> uh, of course, this is the time where we want to thank everyone who's been listening all year long. Uh, we couldn't have picked a better year to do this, as the Blue Jays are here in the playoffs, and uh, we are happy to have your support through our Patreon campaign, which you of course can find at Patreon.com/slash/BirdsAllDay. Uh, if you got a couple bucks a month, you want to shoot our way, we're very very appreciative of that. Uh, and of course, if you want to get this good stuff into your veins, into your devices, you can go to the App Store. Or sorry, the uh, iTunes podcast. Th- iTunes uh, iTunes Store. Yeah. Not uh, the App Store. Yeah, just go to the podcast thing. Go to the yeah, podcast thing there. if you can if you can uh, somehow navigate that stupid in- trash <laughs> thing that they've done with the update. Yeah. Uh, is it? I would classify it as a almost Kafkaesque at this point. <laughs> uh, but you can, of course, uh, sign up and and uh, get the podcast instantaneously into your thing. You, when you're there, you rate and review us, and uh, makes us happy, keeps us at top of mind, top of store. And uh, again, as I've said probably before, it makes all the right people uh, upset when that happens. So, mm-hmm. yes. so keep keep it going. Uh, but yeah, this is it. This is real. This is real, son. Shit's, shit's getting real. Yeah. Shit is getting it's real. Yep. Uh, the fever pitch. I feel like we are it is approaching the fever pitch. There's going to be a game, a playoff game tomorrow. So we're going to talk. Raising ab- that banner. Well, don't fucking <laughs> jump ahead. Okay. We're going to talk about all the hoopla. These are the three points I've got made here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hoopla. The roster. A little bit of roster talk. Sure. You know, it's it's been official, officially officiated now. And and uh, and then we'll talk about the Rangers. All right, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the Texas Rangers, who are indeed facing your Toronto Blue Jays. And all that, all that, and so much more. On this 69th and yet first playoff edition of Birds All Day. So here we go. 
game time. We're talking about game one of the ALDS. We're not really talking about game. We're talking about the hoopla. Yeah. Surrounding game one. Surrounding this. The first postseason birth for your Toronto Blue Jays mm-hmm. in 22 years. Speaking of hoopla, we just had to take a little break because there was a bit of a Donnybrook. <laughs> That's right. In, yeah. the, uh, in the National League wildcard play-in game. Which, from which the Jays are exempted because they won the division. And in celebration of winning the division, they're going to raise a banner before game one. Saying, way Does, to go, 2015 AL East champions. Do teams do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that they usually do that. My initial reaction was like, whoa, that's really small time. You know, that's just one of those things that I'm not really into. I uh, like the Rays raising like the game 162 banner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... It's small time with the history because someone, a few people showed, <laughs> they took screen caps and sent them to me from 1993 mm-hmm. where they, in the World Series, they had the division and a American League pennants already up in the World Series. Oh, really? Okay. So, so, they'd, like so they were, they'd done it before. Like they had done it on the trot. Yeah. So like, okay. But uh, it's still a little... Uh, Whatever. I don't know. Hey, at least as long as they, as long as nobody touches the touches the trophy until you get the one that you really want, then who cares? That's true. You know, yeah, maybe I'm an eyes on the. It's easy to kind of default to that kind of sort of corny thinking and like, oh, you know, business like you know, the Yankees not celebrating when they win the wild card game or win the division yeah. series. Like, celebrating is cool. It's fun. Celebrate! You have reason to celebrate. Oh, something awesome just happened for you. But here, well, the other thing is maybe it's you know maybe it's being bold, you know, and because uh, I was I was going to say, well, now they don't have a chance to do it next spring, but maybe that's what they're thinking because they they'll be raising another banner next spring, perhaps. Here's hoping. You know what I mean? Well, don't they? Well, they they would probably do it at the parade. Oh, uh, maybe they do it. That, <laughs> are we really going to talk about the logistics of the parade? No, nope, we're not at all. <laughs> uh, the first pitch. We're going to talk about that ever so briefly. Yep. Uh, the first pitch, ceremonial, first pitch, thrown out by the manager, Clarence Gaston. Cito to you and me. Yep. You, uh, it's hard to beef with that, isn't it? Yeah, Cito's Cito, Cito, sure. Uh, I can still beef with it, but whatever. It's it, Finally, this this organization willing to acknowledge what Cito uh, meant to them. <laughs> they just they they really they really hide it, and it's been unfair for so long. Finally, finally getting yeah. him the victory lap. Yeah, as you said, that's what I said uh, the victory lap he so richly deserves. Apparently, Pat Hentgen is going to do game two. What? Yeah. No. I can think of somebody. I can think. I can think else. of somebody as well. Yeah. He's already done it. <laughs> Roy Halladay threw out the first pitch uh, in, at the beginning of the 2014 season after he re- first retired. Uh, but that was a long time ago. Yeah. And that was different. But yeah. It should be Roy Halladay. It should be Roy Halladay, yeah. I would, I would have personally... Uh, you know, Clarence is a nice choice, realistically. Maybe he's a bit of a good luck, you know, omen. He sure, ha- yeah. He, he, oh, look, are they going to bury how, a fucking loony at Santa Rice, too? Wank off motion. Uh... You know, look how successful they were the last time they were in the playoffs, and he had a nice seat in the front row for watching yeah, the game. That's true. That's very true. Uh, whatever. I'm do very much on. I I am um, among the many who said I, I would have loved to see like this. Well, here's another way to think about it. Before we get, I get into that, I'd love to see Halliday. Love to see Carlos Delgado. Mm-hmm. 
But there's still all the ALCS and World Series games for those guys. You'd like to you'd like to believe that, yeah. Dave Steeb. Yeah, all sorts of good guys. Uh, fuck, it's a playoff game in Toronto. If they want to fucking get Reanimator and have that fucking <laughs> Ted Rogers statue go out to the mound and, f- and throw at the first pitch, that's fine. The statue would be actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, get a guy just get a guy painted up like the fucking Elvis guy who waits who's on the bridge outside of the the dome after you leave a game. Just paint somebody up in in like gold colored paint, and uh, have him have him shuffle out there. I'd like do to do a see robot walk out there. Ted burst through the statue like my crush competition. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, it's it's it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they could. Again, they could roll out. Ed, Edward Rogers could be like, you know, who should throw the first pitch out? Me. Uh, and the, it was still going to be lit. People are going to be oh, yeah. off there. Yeah. Fucking ass all day long tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah. Thursday. No, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. And they're giving away some wacky towel to wave, I guess, or laying in the towel. Something like that, yeah. Which I don't like. I, that I don't like. It looks cool, but then it when people are waving those goofy towels, they're not clapping. Yeah. They're, I do find that that's true. Two men, you're going to have a room of. A stadium full of predominantly white people, though, which can't do two things at once. They can't swing that thing around and make a, like a coherent noise. I think that's a fair point. Uh, also, we were talking about this before. I mean, the, the nature of the crowd, just because of the cost of the tickets and the difficulty of getting them, it might be slightly different than what we saw down the stretch in the regular season. Because there's a lot of people going with, you know, the ballpark pass that cost $100 or 500 level season tickets, which aren't, you know, not, aren't very expensive mm-hmm. relatively. And... And, you know, flex packs and walk-up crowds and all that. Yeah. Um, so it might be different. But speaking to, to the towel thing, uh, I've been talking about this a bunch on Twitter, and we talked about this earlier, too. Like, uh, like you don't need any of that shit. You don't need any game ops. Like, you don't need any of the canned fucking music that's trying to get people to do, like, the, oh, the little fucking Adams Family claps when people are just, like, organically cheering and Doing, being awesome, doing awesome stuff in the in the stands, just like getting behind their team because they want to, not because they're being prodded by some fucking video board. Uh, so yeah, fuck all that stupid shit. I'm actually somewhat amazed at the number of people that I know that are going. That because I I very much agree with you. Like yeah, it's the tickets are pricier and it's the interest is so much more widespread, but. There are still quite a few people that that I you know friends people who are regular human beings. Yeah, well, we are. I have it. I have, we're we, grown ass people. But now. We're, see, I thing. have it in my head that there's like some kind of special code you have to enter. Right. Like, like right. I, I would people are like ask me because you don't have a job in the office. Right. Uh, so people people are, people know me to be a Blue Jays fan mm-hmm. uh, who may not be listeners of Birds All Day or things like that. So they're just like, hey, that guy likes baseball. You going to the game? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> right, yeah. Who, who am I to go to a playoff game? It just seems something that's like, there's a, it's just it's unattainable. It's like yeah, in a yeah, glass yeah. box up, up over there. But that's not the case. No, it was they put those tickets on all sale you, and people bought them. All, yeah. They put them on sale and people can <laughs> buy them with money. Uh, yeah. All your favorites. I think the Zoob is going to a game. Yeah, Finley's going to a game. People are going to games. People man, who yeah. like baseball going to games. Rui's going to game. Everyone's gonna be be there. Be, it's gonna be like I said, it's gonna be lit. Two young fellas today. I think they were just coming in when we filmed. Uh, we filmed a thing at, at uh, Tall Boys today uh, for the National Post. 
Uh, Drew, I think you were just going out as two young fellas came in, and we talked after a while. Like we started talking, and they're like, "One, one's like, oh, you sound, you sound familiar." I'm like, "Oh yeah, do you like read?" So he's like, "Do you birds all day?" I'm like, "Fucking a, yeah, that's me." And they, these were, I mean, everybody looks like this to me now, but these were children. I was pretty sure <laughs> uh, they were in no, the bar. They're probably, they're probably over 25, even like they weren't like they weren't that young at all. But anyway, from New Brunswick, had like had said to themselves, "If the Blue Jays get in the playoffs." We're fucking flying to Toronto, and we're gonna go watch playoff Blue Jays baseball, and awesome. uh, that's exactly what they came that's here to grown do. Grown man shit, right yeah. there. That's awesome. And then, and then I owe you beers because they also bought me beers. For, for fuck's sake, I'm <laughs> sick of this. Uh, I gotta say, that's a, those guys. Uh, shout out to those guys. Pretty great. That's I think that's fucking awesome. We were like, like Parks and I were still there, and we're just like, really, you flew in from New Brunswick to do this? That's fucking awesome. It's also awesome that they came to New Brunswick. They were like, well, we got to go to this tall boy's place because we hear yeah, it on the podcast. I know, I know, I and don't... they went there and you're fucking sitting yeah. in there. <laughs> I think they were just, they just happened to be walking by, to be perfectly honest. But we'll go with, we'll I like, go with your story. I like our, our, our persuasive brand <laughs> yeah, that's for it. all of the sponsors listening. Yeah, that that's... is the kind of engagement you can't put a price that on. That is true. But if you wanted to, just we talk can talk. Us, yeah. uh, let's talk about the game then. Now... We'll talk real quick about the roster. Sure. Not a lot of surprises. In fact, I believe that you, you and me, I think we got 24 of the names we correct. Did. Yes. We, uh, had, not we had Mark Burley. We had Mark Burley. And, and we, we had, had them choosing one of Carrera or Pompey. And they did not make that choice. Yeah, they went they, with both. They left Mark Burley um, to die. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Uh, He's allowed to suit up and be in the dugout. Which is he I, on the list? Which I assume I assume he will be. There's a list, right? I saw. I think I saw somebody tweeted out today. That there are some. There are a few like Kawasaki and totally. They want to be around. And yeah. another guy, Kawasaki, obviously needs to be around for yeah. Karma's well, then there's sake. also guys like the, the roster may change in the yeah. ALCS should they get that far. But there there are when guys they, who are on the forty man who are allowed to be in the dugout, right. Who aren't on the playoff roster, right? And I think that they but they have to kind of. Say who it's going to be, right? right but yeah, right. so Burley will probably be one of those guys. I would, I would totally assume so. I saw, I think, was it you that tweeted that Darwin Barney likes his family? So he's just like, no, see you guys, I'm, no. I'm out of here. I was talking to uh, that wasn't me. Uh, Parks and I were talking today about about Mark Burley. Uh, of course, the, his pursuit of the 200 innings did not go as planned. The Blue Jays defense <laughs> kind of left him for dead. The defense, yeah, I, I'm glad it was the defense and not his arm. Actually, everybody talks about how Mark Burley's really cool all the reporters really like him he's really down to earth and he's kind of has a really sharp memory and he just goes up i feel like if you ask mark burley he would feel like he has basically gotten away with a crime for the last 15 years yeah i could see that being like, a thing. yeah like the day that he got called to the big leagues he was like this is hilarious i'm in the big leagues i was like what's like a 20th round pick or something like yeah. that throwing throwing 85 <laughs> yeah and he's like oh this is funny uh this let's see how long this lasts and then 15 years later, and like a zillion starts, and a hundred thousand innings, and like 120 million dollars of earnings, probably or something, probably bonkers along those lines. And so then it comes down to the end of his career, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm bad now." And they're like, "Mark, we're not going to take you on the roster." He's like, "Oh god, oh Jesus, of course we wouldn't. Why would you do that?" And they're like, "We'll call you if we need you to pitch." And he's like, "Cool, I'm going to be at the farm, but like if you yeah. if you say come pitch in the in the NLCS or ALCS when given the chance, I'll be there." I'm cool. I'm pretty Whatever. sure. Whatever. I'm pretty sure that's that is very close to what that's like. I want to believe that that's. What that's I want to like. believe that that's what it's like too. Uh, it's good. Loop made it. 
as we predicted, as yeah. we, as we, as we realized had to happen once we started going through like some of the other dog shit pitchers against lefties, like had to have him on there. He has a job. That he he will have a job to do. I, for one, look forward to somehow Jeff Bannister allowing Josh Hamilton face Aaron Loop. <laughs> right. Yeah. At which point we'll all be like, oh yeah, right. That is in fact why he's on the roster. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? You got any worries about it? Is there anything you would have done? A lot of people are trying to get cute, right? Like a lot of yeah. You got your on. I mean, I mentioned there. the Tolly thing. Like, hey, if you want to, you can't really hard to harder to use Navarro as a pinch hitter if you're if you don't have another catcher on the bench. Do you think Navarro is going to play at all? In like, unless there isn't a game of extended extra innings, are you going to see John Navarro play even once? Not a whole lot, no. Unless they're, you know, unless a desperation pinch hit at the end of a game that they're behind. Or so who's like he going to pinch hit for? Is he to be in there pinch hitting for Ryan Gomes? Yeah, maybe. That's basically the only player, <laughs> the only pinch hit guy. Yeah, the only guy who's a, who's a candidate for pinch hitting. And there's only there's one also, other backup infielder. Yeah, I mean, you got Colabello who might. I mean. Depends on the guy. I know Ben Revere's splits aren't as bad as I, I maybe feel that they are, but you know, they're like seeing him against Andrew Miller mm-hmm. was like I can understand pinch hitting for Ben Revere in that situation because he's fucked. Luckily, as most people are, the Rangers have no such. That's true. Person. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back, talk a little bit about the Texas Rangers, what our impressions of them are. Things to be wary of, things to be confident about. And uh, and then that's going to be probably just about it. But we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. More birds all day. So let's talk about the enemy. Talk about, oh no, the enemy. They're just the other team. Yeah. The Texas Rangers. Um, in some ways, I, I go back and forth on this. I was very vocal about how much I thought the Rangers were bad for most of the year. Because for the most of the year, they were bad. The Rangers were bad. Yeah. Uh, they got like two good months out of Prince Fielder. They just so happened to coincide with te- times in which they needed or at which, I should say, they needed good months for Prince Fielder. They got Elvis Andrews somehow arrested his fall from even approaching league average to kind of do some things here and there. Uh, Adrian Beltre is a fucking legend 
and a treasure. Indeed. And he is like he's like Carlos Beltran in that I feel guilty for hoping that he makes an out because it runs counter to every other time I see him come to the plate. Um, this week, of course, notwithstanding, the Rangers are—they're. I don't know. I want to think that they're bad, but they got—they're here. Here they are playing against the Toronto Blue Jays, who are not bad. This is true. I do want to... I, is there I anyone you're wary of? You're, not, you're looking at the roster right now? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I'm wary of, of Ruggi Odor. That would have been the first name I picked, yeah. I have been... Uh, I like him a lot. He went down to the minor leagues to get his shit together, and he came back up. He is a monster. He's a monster. He's also dirty. He's a really <laughs> dirty... Like yeah. He's one of those guys. He's got like a chip on his shoulder, and he plays with an edge um, that just... He's going to drive every single Blue Jays fan Bonkers. I would believe that, yeah. Uh, he's really good. So, Jamie Newberg writes the Newberg Report. Mm-hmm. He and I had a little bit of banter today. Mm-hmm. I've chirped him a few times about because he was the guy who was always ready to try to prize Jose Bautista and Evan Encarnacion away from the Jays. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because the thing with him, and I think a lot of Rangers fans, is like apparently the Texas Rangers are the only team in baseball that have prospects. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. He meant, mentioned how he's wary of guys in the playoffs... Newberg is, who's, uh, you know, he kind of, for whatever reason, he pisses me off, but he's he knows his shit really, really well. He's a huge following among Rangers fans. If you want to follow from the Rangers' perspective, he's the only guy I would ever recommend, Newberg Report. He's, his thing was, he's wary of guys with long swings in the playoffs, because the pitching is that much better, and there's not the middle relievers and kind of back-end starters that maybe you might make some hay on. And to that point, he said mm-hmm. he was pointed to like Odor's been kind of bad down the stretch, and maybe he's the kind of guy that might try to squeeze about a little too tight and try to you know hit a six run home run if they're down by a couple runs or whatever it is. So if he's saying that, I'm happy to ape yeah, that talking point. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, no, Odor is definitely the first guy I would think of as who's gonna who's gonna hurt the Jays. A guy who's gonna hurt them. You know, fielder's fielder. Mitch Moreland is better than he fucking should be. Uh, Mitch Moreland is like the Texan, Texas-sized Lyle Overbay. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. A little bit. But he, which is fine. Um, uh, fielder was another guy he mentioned as a guy with a long swing who does not, who who may not be well-suited tell, to the tell playoffs. Tell this long swing shit to Mr. fucking the hitman, Colby Rasmus. He fixed his swing. Did he fix his swing? Well, he's always fine. fixing his swing. Yeah. I noticed that he tinkers a little bit, yeah. He hit that ball into fucking space <laughs> It was great. And then he's running around with his shirt off like a lunatic. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Holy rest. Don't tell me he doesn't care. He, he was having himself a time. He was. Uh, Fielder, I am not worried about Fielder at all. Fielder is like fat eacher at this point. Like he just, <laughs> he doesn't hit the ball for any kind of power. He really doesn't. His power numbers will surprise you. He's got a huge average. Like, he could have had a hit for a... Re- That's what he... He's fat eater. He has his big average right now. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of power. Walks have kind of gone away. I'm not worried. Yeah. No, I, I'm i not too worried either. It's... A, it, you know, everybody makes the thing about Gallardo. I don't, I'm not really worried about him either, though he could just show up and baffle the Jays like he did twice already this year. But why would that... Why would that continue to be a thing? Hamels is really good. Those are the guys I really worry about on this team. I don't worry about those two starting pitchers. I don't worry about. I don't worry about. Uh, Wilner said something really that I really liked on the radio uh, last night. He said the only thing that he's worried about is the 
nature of a really short series. That, right. like, shit happens. Like, you like, like where you, you lose game one and it's like, oh, shit, we don't have home field advantage anymore and we're down a game and so we're going. we got to go tomorrow, like, like against next afternoon Hamels. against yeah. Hamels and then we go to Texas hoping that we, you know, can get back here if we, unless yeah. we somehow, yeah, like that. Game that, one's kind of important. Game one's kind of important. That, it's great that you have David Price, of course, starting mm-hmm. against Giovanni Gallardo. So this, so a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, look at Gallardo's numbers against the Jaces. Here, they're really good. Uh, they're really not as good as they look at all." Like no, he I don't think so, struck either. out. Yeah, he pitched thirteen, you know, thirteen into two thirds innings, and he had an ERA that was really low. It's like. Uh, he struck out six guys in those thirteen innings. He allowed five, which is about what Guy Hardo fucking has five done. Five walks year. and six strikeouts. Uh, yeah, you know, someone else was. I mentioned on Twitter. Somebody else came to me being like, "All those outs, a lot of the outs in the one start were rockets." Just like kind of that almost feels like a like it was a a thing as well. Yeah, and why the hell shouldn't it be? It's a guy who but, doesn't strike guys out going up against the fucking Jays lineup. I, I tried to create. I did on fan graphs. I created like a. Here are, the, here are the things that, you know, Vani Gallardo does. He averages less than 92 miles an hour in his fastball. Has a really low swinging strike rate. Has a, you know, decent ground ball rate, whatever. And I kind of said, who are the guys that are like him? And how do the Jays handle guys like that? And the, one of the only guys who shows up when you do that, those requirements, like low swinging strike, decent ground balls, this, 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 uh, Mark Burley. <laughs> yeah. That, that <laughs> it was thing, Mark yeah. Burley and Vance Worley, uh, who is was like, you know, bounced in on and off of rosters all year long and a couple other guys. It's not a they're not harbingers of success. Right. The things that he's done. Especially as the year went along, his numbers got a lot worse. He is like basically right handed CJ Wilson right now. Where it's just junk. Junk, 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 junk. Yeah. Please chase my slider. Please chase my slider in the dirt. Here's a cutter. Here's one of these. So you're not worried? I'm not worried because the Blue Jays, if, especially even when that last series against the Orioles, mm. uh, where the Blue Jays were just de- demoralizing the already defeated Orioles, where Gary well, that Thorne, was in that one game, and then they they didn't they well then they, then they, they didn't took really the play rest the, of the week off. <laughs> yeah, but Gary Thorne and uh, Jim Palmer were both going on and on about like the Jays just don't chase bad pitches. You can keep throwing that slider that starts on the outside corner and is headed out like they're not going to swing at it. They're none of them are. From from from, there's like two to six. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Pillar might do that sometimes and revere against the right guys. But yeah, two to six. They're not gonna swing at that yeah. trash that you're heaving up there. Not and that sure. was something, especially against right-handed batters, as the year went along. Gallardo just was like, I got nothing on the fastball, and it was just junk, 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 junk all day long. Which maybe one that's the thing. It, maybe it'll work. Maybe tomorrow of all the fucking days of the year, it works tomorrow. Maybe. I, maybe it does. Also, I mean... I like the Blue Jays' chances against it, though. Also, not to not to put too much emphasis on this, Game 1 is important. I don't know, you know... I can't claim to know what their preparation routine is for, for stuff like that, but in the course of the season, you don't usually have, like, five, six days where you know who this guy is that you're going to be facing. And you're looking... You know, obviously, they're looking beyond just just that, but... I don't know. They've had a little extra time to maybe take a look at what Gallardo does and how he beat them and what he was this year and what they're going to be seeing. You know, this is that's not something that you can necessarily do that far out when you play in a game every day and then you're getting on. You know, you're getting on the bus. You do. You know, they don't have time to to get themselves ready for that. So 
ideally, you would think they would be well prepared for what he's going to throw at them. Drew Hutchison being like, Drew Hutchison, do what you do, but just don't throw quite as hard. And then <laughs> you get to be Giovanni Gairo. Wow. Only at home. He's cursed on the road. Yeah, apparently. okay. Uh, what do you think about the rotation going with the best two right off the start? I'm okay with that. I'm very okay with that. I mean, that allows you... If you need to, if you need Price in Game Four instead of Dickey, you can do that and have Stroman go Game Five. If you're uh, if you're looking at like just how the days go because of the off days, you know that's what you can do in the playoffs. And I would hope that they don't need it to come down to that. Um, but yeah, I, it's easy. Everybody gets hung up on uh, like FIP is just so is so omnipresent for anybody who talks about this stuff in. You know the on the kind of level that we do not to not that, like to sound arrogant about it, but like you know when the when you look at this stuff and and that would make you wary of say a guy like Marco Estrada, where the Blue Jays obviously don't really buy what the what the FIP is saying, they buy what the results are saying. Uh, I've mentioned a bunch of times that uh, Blue Jays Plus Joshua Housem wrote wrote a piece about you know just the where the release point is and uh, the fly balls and where his location is. Uh, uh, just seeing all these things that that all it kind of all makes sense to where why his BABIP is so low and it's maybe freakishly low for what he's able to do you know maybe a little bit of mirage in a good way but it's still he's still a guy who can induce weak contact it seems and induce fly balls and and I don't know either for them to believe in him as like mm-hmm. their third best option Mike Petrillo I'm cool uh, with that of for Statcast wrote something similar. Okay. Well, yeah, how yeah. it's not just like whoops, the ball landed on the right side of the fence. Uh, there's, right. more, there's more to it than that. There's more going on, especially uh, yeah, again with with the hard hit balls and, and 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 where they're being hit, being hit. You know, kind of the big part of the field sort of thing, which uh, I think people will make a same similar argument about like like Zach Greinke, right? Greinke, right. Greinke's all about oh, I'm pitching inside this year. It's like an honor, Zach. Like the, the gods of fate are on your side <laughs> this year. Like, yeah. But anyway. Uh, I of all the people in the world, Barry Davis made a really good point because I think that <laughs> I don't you, know why you would preface it with that, but okay. <laughs> I think we when we talked about this last week, I, I was very much like you know I like the idea of Strowman or sorry of going Price Dickey, Strowman Estrada or yeah I think that was the kind of the way that most people thought it was going to be. I, I'm all about giving the Dickey bump to whoever is going to benefit from it most. Maybe it's the Maybe the Dicky bump suits Strowman and his kitchen sink of insanity better than Estrada, who is you know not quite the hard tosser that that uh, what's his you know that Strowman is. Uh, and Barry Davis made a really good point, being like, if you lose game one, is it R.A. Dicky you want standing between you and going to Texas down 0-2? Yeah, that's true too. Don't know that it is. It, it probably isn't. No, Strowman is your second best starter. I think that's like, and that's exactly what uh, John fucking Gibbon said. Yeah, it just it seems crazy. It seems hard to believe because mm-hmm. of the fact that he just wasn't here all year, and he mm-hmm. was, you know, made twenty starts last year. But no, he's your fucking second best starter. He's he okay. is. He really is. He. You watch the balls that he throws. You're like, oh, this guy's really fucking good. Watch them just bore in that insane <laughs> two seamers, busting people's bats and. Breaking up their will to live. Anything else with the Rangers that scare you? That, uh, sorry, before we get back to the rain to the Rangers, uh, I'll say one thing that I've heard from people. It, this is, see this for me, and I'm sure it's the same for you. 
Um, although you spend so much time here mm-hmm. uh, in your cave writing, <laughs> yeah. writing words uh, when you're not at, at the bar. Um, people want to talk about baseball. People that didn't before. For sure. Like I go to play basketball on Tuesday nights and the, suddenly the, all the guys at basketball want to talk about baseball. Which is gets me the, the opportunity to sound like Peter fucking Gammon. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, <laughs> there's a, there are questions about about the bullpen. Hey, closer. Yeah. I'm worried about I'm worried about uh, about Asuna. Tell them they're crazy still. I think they are crazy, aren't yeah. they? It's yeah. you know that people have this thing where you expect he's not you expect he's going to be Brett Cecil. He's your closer. He should be doing what Brett Cecil did for the end of the season. You know, mm-hmm. never giving up anything to anyone. No, that's not how that works. You still put all of the numbers to back together to mm-hmm. look, you know, to look at what Osuna did. He had a fantastic year. It was fine in the second half, even. Like Brett Cecil, maybe you have a rough month or a rough couple weeks, and you make a mechanical adjustment, or you figure out what it is that that's maybe not working quite so well. Having all these days off can't totally hurt either. And not fucking around like you. We talked. You mentioned this before that he was like, oh, I want to try to throw a cutter. Yeah, hit it in the center field. I won't do that again. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think he will be fine. I think he will be fine. The Rangers bullpen did almost the exact same thing that the Blue Jays bullpen did down the stretch. Sean Tolleson blew a game against the Angels. I mean, that's Mike Trout, right? Like Mike Trout made an yeah. insane bomb triple that I don't know how it stayed in that joke, ball, <laughs> joke stadium. But but it's just like it happens. Guys get hit if they're relievers. If they're, if they're relievers, it only takes one, right? And... I'm not worried about Roberto Osuna. I'm not. I'm somewhat um, encouraged by the by what Sanchez was doing, but his. I think his where his leverage is right now is maybe good with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially if he never faces lefties, which is not really doesn't lend himself to uh, many opportunities against the Rangers. True. Mike Napoli plays for the Rangers. Mike Napoli. They started him in the outfield <laughs> times this year. It ain't good. Though, I mean, this is a well, team... Because they were really left-handed. It's a team that started Colabello and Danny Valencia and Ryan... Who was it? Was it Goins and Goins Valencia? And, Goins and Valencia were in the outfield at the same time at one point this year. Yeah, that's not great. But this was, this was like, in down the stretch. This was like, we need to get Mike Napoli to fix our team and bring it to the playoffs. And it worked! Yeah, uh, good luck with that. <laughs> but the Rangers, Rangers bullpen is, is no better, no worse. There's a couple nice arms. That guy... Um, uh, Kella or Keone Kella? Oh, I'm not going to try to say it, but I know the guy you mean. He has been bothered by a bad elbow, so we're not seeing a lot of him. But Sam Dyson, best stuff in the system. Turns out, not wrong. Yeah, no, he's he's okay. They, I guess, some Rangers people and and Mar- the Marlins just sort of were like, eh, and then the Rangers were like, how about you just, you know, that thing that you throw? It's like 97 miles an hour and like tons of downward plane on it. <laughs> I just throw that a bunch more. Yeah, just all the time. Yeah, and it's worked out for him. So, something to keep your eye on. Old friend. Yeah. And, no, and some, you know, LaTroy Hawkins looked a little shaky at times back there. Mark Lowe, every time you're like, oh, you know what? Mark Lowe's really good. He comes in and gives up a fucking bomb. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, is the Rangers don't have anyone who can hit those bombs. It's true. They did score a lot of runs. There, I, I think the only the one place that I'm wary of the Angels or the Rangers is on the bases. They are really good, like stealing bases. They got a bunch of lunatics that are running around out like crazy people out there. Yeah. But luckily, as luck would have it, Russell Martin is good at stopping those things. That's true. That's very true. 
Let's get let's let the people get out of here. Let you and I get out of here. Watch the rest of this uh, wild card playing game. Enjoy these delicious beers uh, mm -hmm. imported from the uh, beautiful city of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not letting you get out of here without uh, what's going to happen, Stoughton. I'm gonna I'm going full Landsberg on you here. Wow, yeah. Well, you need a soundbite. I need some. I got my head. I got the the booth. <laughs> the booth is in my ear, telling me what to say. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Jason Four. They are they are the clearly better team. Yeah. They have better offense, probably the better defense, better pitching, probably the better bullpen. They have home field. They're the better team. You would expect them to win. You would. I hope they are going to win. Yeah. I do expect them to win. But shit happens. It's, uh, I forget who it was. I think it's someone, one of the Deadspin writers was saying the other day, because people were talking about this very thing, you know, you can be a favorite all you want, but if it's the baseball playoffs, especially if it's like one team versus I'll take the field, you take the field every time. Cause it just, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's true of everything because yeah, mm -hmm. that's just, that's just good, good math, good common sense. But yeah, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect the Blue Jays to win this series or any series or the whole damn thing, you know, over anyone else, you expect that some team that's not the Blue Jays has a better chance to win just because there are more teams that are not the Blue Jays. But uh, talent-wise, there's no reason they shouldn't win this. There's no reason they shouldn't win this. The Rangers pitching, if I'm a Rangers fan, I'm really worried about every game that Cole Hamels doesn't start. And in the back of my <laughs> head, much. in the back of my head, even that one? I'm a little worried about that one. Not because Cole Hamels doesn't have bona fides as a, as a big game starter, World Series MVP. He, I think they won almost every game he started since they acquired him. Uh, but almost every game they he started since they acquired him did not come against the Toronto Blue Jays. It did not come at the fucking Rogers Center with the roof closed. None of those things happened. He didn't have to face Josh Donaldson three times. He didn't have to face Jose Bautista three times. He didn't have to face Edwin Encarnacion three times. He didn't have to face any of those motherfuckers. Tulo was hitting seventh last week. Troy Tulowitzki. Seventh. Troy Tulowitzki hitting seventh. He'll probably hit seventh or sixth. Yeah, he might get, I think he might go up a little bit, but it is still, that is absurd. When you're talking about a team, when you're looking at, you know, Chu, we didn't talk about Chu. Chu's been really good. Really yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and Fielder, Fat Ichiro, as you say, and Beltre and, and Mitch Moreland. Like, those are those are your top, you know, Rugo Dorsey. Those are well. legit guys. Those, yeah, those are, those are fine. Any legit of those guys. guys can hit in the bottom half of the Blue Jays order. That's exactly what Any it is. Any single one of That's them exactly would be a terrific seventh hitter on this Blue Jays team. And would never get a sniff of the, you know, anywhere from two to, two to five. Not even. Eh, two to four at least. Not getting a sniff. Probably two to five. Too low? You're not hit. Not hitting any of those goddamn chumps ahead of too low? Nope. They're the better team. It's it's set up pretty well. They're a bad matchup for everybody. And I can... It doesn't take a lot of squinting to be like, they're a bad matchup for the Rangers for this reason. I really... <laughs> just now having visions of like, this is... This is the first and last Blue Jays playoff podcast that we do. And next but week we have to come up. Yeah. And it could... I mean, by the time we podcast again... Uh, the series could be done. It could be a fucking post-mortem. Could be. Where there's going to be a lot more than... If that's the case, the, there's going to be a lot more than just wonderful beer imported from San Francisco. Yeah, probably true. Uh, so enjoy. <laughs> that, I, I don't, I, I don't want to... I want to take it easy on that because it seems like there's a lot of... Like, go have fun. It's going to be fun. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit. It's going to be fun. It's the playoffs. 
shut up and enjoy it. Or don't. Be miserable. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to have fun. Yep, that works. Thank you <laughs> to everyone for listening. Enjoy yourself. Be safe, more than anything. Fuck the Rangers. For Andrew Stoke, my name is Drew Ferris. We'll talk to you next time on Birds Up Live.